Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> the Hong Kong Parenting Club. Hello and welcome to the Hong Kong Parenting Club with me, Justine Garrett. And me, Bapathani. Welcome to the club. If you're an existing member of the club, welcome back. I hope the little shits are treating you well. And if you're a new member of the club, well, congratulations mm-hmm. for joining the most expensive private members club you never knew you want to be a member of. So, Justine, what, what's, it, what's today's chat about? It's about your favourite subject, Bav. Me? What do you like to preach most about in your life? Me? Yeah. No, that's the no. answer. <laughs> <laughs> and though they said that Bath could never be a funny stand-up comedian. <laughs> it's, it's the thing that is most the closest to your heart. All right. The one that you mentioned. <laughs> I think I knew that about you before I knew anything else. Radiohead? <laughs> no. Bloody love radio. Do we have Radiohead coming in? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing it's not Radiohead. No, it's not Radiohead. It? It's veganism, isn't it? It is, yeah. Damn straight. <laughs> Look, I'm not a preachy vegan, right? Mm. I I don't think I'm a preachy vegan. Look, if you, if you approach me on a topic about veganism, yeah, I will open up, and boy, will I open up. But I'm not going to lead in and say, hey, I'm bad, I'm a vegan. Mm. I think, right? Like, I didn't do that when we first met, right, Jesse? I just, it just came up very quickly, you know, yeah. surprisingly quickly. Right, okay. <laughs> I talk about my veganism to people I feel comfortable around. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, though, uh, I think it was because I, I was like, oh, should I get some snacks? And you're like, Oh, I'm vegan. I yeah, like, I think that's great. A fair, it's a fair time to bring it up, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, other than you going out, getting some snacks, bringing them back, and, and you know, spending whatever you spent on it, and then me saying, oh, I can't help them because I'm a vegan. <laughs> oh, you didn't mention that before, did you? <laughs> didn't mention that before. Do you remember what I got you? I got, got you a vegan yogurt. Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> I panicked. I didn't know what to get you. I was like, I don't know what a vegan eats. Right. I mean, you went to Marks and Spencer's where they, they have a whole vegan range. But what, like it? some slices of vegan cheese? Is that... I mean... Is that a snack? I mean, hummus. Hummus, yeah. Yeah, hummus, falafel. Yeah. yeah. You know, that could have been great. Yeah. Just bring out that crisps, just regular crisps. <laughs> no, but a lot of crisps aren't vegan. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah, but salt yeah. and vinegar. Yeah, is that okay all right? With, you're okay with that, yeah. Yeah, I love a bit of salt and vinegar. I love a good salt that's, and vinegar crisps. That's my flavour. God damn, I love salt and 
Anyway, there's nothing about me. So we're talking about <laughs> veganism today. We are. Is it just veganism or are you also including your type uh, of vegetarians? Yeah. So I'm veggies. It's about veggies and uh, not everyone's as good as you. Yeah. Um, not, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just, just a poor old veggie. I, I used to be you. Oh. So now you can look at me and think, oh, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm thinking. <laughs> Did you lose weight when you became vegan? Um, so it was a mixture of, yeah, def- I definitely lost weight with with the help of being vegan. And mm. there's a couple other things. But yeah, I dropped like 16 kilos. In Jeez, the, yeah. well done. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, for, for those of you there, you can't see how fat I still am. <laughs> but... Or how tiny this booth is. But if I'd been <laughs> so at my you say original... how tiny I am. I was like, oh, <laughs> <yeah>, thanks. <laughs> so, Justine, what made you go vegetarian? How long have you been on this train? So, I was 14. Yeah. Um, I really didn't like meat. And I loved animals. And I just couldn't understand how people could eat flesh. It made me feel weird. Like, I see people tucking into, like, some ribs. And I'll just be looking at it. I'm like, just, just a rib cage of an animal. Yeah. Bit of sauce on it. I just found it madness that everyone just thought it was normal and okay. Um, I was a bit ahead of my curve back then. <laughs> but my parents thought it was a total phase and like they thought I was just being rebellious and trying to, you know, be a teenager. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 20 years later. You showed them. <laughs> I bloody showed them. <laughs> That's impressive because you grew up in Blackpool. Yeah. Can we not? Tell everyone that. Can we say Lancashire? Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> in Lancashire during during the 90s. Mm. And um, from what I recall about Britain back in the 90s, not great for vegetarian stuff, even you. down in the progressive south. <laughs> um, so I can only imagine how dire the choices were up in Lancashire. Well, my mum, she had three kids. She's like, I'm not cooking anything special for you. You're going to get what we've got without the pork chop. <laughs> so I grew up basically on potatoes, a bit of veg. <laughs> but then when I, I moved to South Africa when I was 17 and that's worse yeah because that is that's a meat fest I can only imagine <laughs> how difficult it must be to be a vegetarian in South Africa oh man I'd go to these barbecues Bry's and I'd take my vegetarian sausages and they would yeah. just they would roll down into the grate <laughs> and they, they wouldn't even try fish them out they'd just leave it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so are you are your kids vegetarians as well um, no, my kids, they aren't veggie, but they're really interested in it. And they have told me that they would become veggie if they could substitute all the meat yeah. with veggie meat, because they actually do love meat. Right. Um, but they said if if, it, if they could have like Beyond or Impossible, then they would. So Very good. I, yeah, so I've been vegetarian all my life. Um, ah. But yeah, I, 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 I went vegan. Um, yes, seven months. And I've been wanting to go vegan for, for quite, quite a few years now. Mm. And the reason why um, I don't eat meat... Um, you know, once I could make my own choices, obviously as a kid, grew up in a Hindu household, didn't have a choice. But when I did have a choice, um, you know, what 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 came clear to me from from just researching it was that it's just unsustainable. <laughs> it's just not sustainable to be mm. producing meat for consumption. Mm. These animals shouldn't be existing in the first place. Mm. That you know, they they take up land, they take up water, they take up food, all of which could be given to humans to eat mm-hmm. right it, they 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 become an inefficient way of getting protein mm. also you've had a third child so that yeah. means you should be vegan right <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. You're already taking off a lot more water and resources <laughs> with your third kid. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, I think, I think, I think it's fair to say though, by us having three kids, we have probably prevented <laughs> another twenty kids from being born <laughs> from our friends and family after seeing how, what it's like having kids. So, carbon negative. <laughs> Stand by that. So, I'm I'm vegan. My kids, they're they're, they're vegetarian. I've mm-hmm. not gone down the route of, of making them go vegan yet but they they're showing signs of interest oh yeah. is your wife veggie no she'll eat anything <laughs> <laughs> like when we came to hong kong in the first three months of being in hong kong she went to wan chai and ate a snake <laughs> that, that by the way is not a euphemism <laughs> do you find when you tell people you're vegan people get obsessed about protein yeah like they're so worried about your protein right. i'm like I've just seen you drink ten pints. Why are you so worried about my protein intake? Right. Well, I mean, it's like it's like it's like it's like a crazy thing. I was saying, well, if you don't eat protein, where are you gonna get muscles from? It's like a bull <laughs> is all muscle and it eats grass. <laughs> yeah. Where do you think it gets its protein from? A gorilla is ripped as fuck. Yeah. Where do you think it gets its protein from? From plants. Yeah. Like, why do you have to eat another animal's muscle to make your own muscle? Exactly. Um. Do you know what I love as well? It's people, they like feel sorry for me when I tell them I'm veggie. <laughs> They're like, oh, so- sorry. I'm like, no, this is my choice. Right. I'm not missing out on anything. I'm happy I'm happy with my decision. Yeah. yeah I don't I know, def- how, about, how about you? Do you have much conversations about vegetarianism or you know, animal welfare with your children? I have started to. Yeah. Um, I was a bit scared at first of like worrying them and Mike Harrison's a bit of a worrier and he, right. thinks, he thinks a lot and I don't want to like bombard him scare him you know yeah. but I have slowly been talking to him um, and I do want it to be his decision to become veggie I don't want to force it on him yeah. so I'm going to keep talking to him educating him um, but I think it's like kids don't make that connection between the lovely animals they see on a farm yeah. to what they're eating because they they don't have the same names you don't say oh do you want a, some pig tonight right. do, you want a, do you want a cow yeah. you know it's a burger it's it's beef yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah, pork chops you yeah know, like it's, yeah yeah so um, I'm going to continue and hopefully like he'll make his own decision and yeah. join me on that veg train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's, I do find it opens up just chances to really connect with the kids. Mm. Um, because the kids are really good. Like, my kids are always ask me, like, so, Daddy, is this vegan? It's mm. a carrot, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I've explained to you what veganism is. Um, She's but, trying to bond with you. She's trying to bond with me, yeah. But it's, it's sometimes you're going to think, mm, come on, buddy. Uh, you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> but, like, it's cute that they that they engage in it. But also they, they're curious. And, like, you know, why veganism? What is it that... Um, why is it that I've chosen to do that? And then they, they themselves are questioning, like, okay, should we be doing this? Or mm. should we make feed and get things? And then when they have the choice, like going for like cookies and stuff, they do ask, like, is this a vegan cookie or not a vegan cookie? And if they give the choice, they'll take the vegan cookie. And it's nice. Like, mm. like I'm not forcing it onto them. Mm. They enjoy, like, just engaging in the topic. Yeah. What do you do, like, if they're at a play date or a party and there's non-vegan food there? Oh, look, I mean, look, the, you got to take it. You, you, I'm not militant on this one. Like, <laughs> Slap I mean, it out their hands. Christ, like, my kids have had their fair share of Haribo. Like, you know, oh, yeah. that gelatin-filled. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're speaking my you. language now, right now. <laughs> I love that stuff. That's my crack. So, like, I, I like, I accept it that I'm not going to make a scene in front of them. Oh, you can't eat that. You can't eat that. Um, so, like, it's it's just more of a education. They, they slowly come to the realisation that Haribo contains... You know, gelatin, which is made from cow bones or horse bones. It's not. I thought it was pig trotters. 
either way I mean like it's made from the cartilage of an animal mm. so it's e- either way mm. it's it's not great it's not great but I mean that's where you know things like Percy Pig from you know oh, vegan vegan yeah. Percy Pig from Marks and Spencers they are good oh they make a difference mm. they make a difference mm. and then Back to Basics is a fantastic bakery in Hong Kong that does awesome cookies oh where's that I need to work out where it is, but I know Detour on First Street in Saingpun mm-hmm. um, carries a lot of this stuff. And I, A, highly love Detour, fantastic mm-hmm. coffee shop. But also the the Back to Basics cookies are some of the best cookies I've ever eaten. Mm. Not for vegan cookies, but for mm. all cookies. <laughs> it is so good. You sound like you know cookies. I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't get this this physique <laughs> by not eating my fair show cookies. You know, this, cookie this, diet. This is this is all cookie. <laughs> Most of us in Hong Kong are working full time. Yeah, and we've got helpers at home who generally do a lot of the cooking. Yeah. How do you, in general, um, if your helpers from Philippines or Indonesia, it's quite meat heavy the cuisine. Yeah. Um. How would you talk to a helper about being vegetarian when they're culturally not grown up? Yeah, I mean this this was a challenge, right? So when we were when we were interviewing, you know, one of the things we said was like, look, we are a vegetarian household, mm. which means that you know we will we'll be if we, all all cooked meals in house will have to be vegetarian, and that that automatically cut down mm. several of the helpers who, who would love to work for us, but when that's a bridge too far. Mm. Thankfully, the one we found, she was really happy to embrace it. And so she and she also was excited about the ability to learn how to cook these meals, and mm. uh, and she's taken that so well. Like her 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 masaka is top notch. Cool. Now she 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 can cook. Mm. Um. So that yeah, I agree with you. It's a challenge. Um. When you to find find a helper that will be willing to do that. Um. But but there are them out there, and, and also also reasonable. Like when I ordered a delivery or food panda, um. We'll also ask her, saying, "Look, do you want chicken wings, or do you want something else?" Mm. And and mm. my wife will also say, "Yeah, we're taking like three things with chicken wings, so she can have chicken <laughs> wings." As well. So so yeah, we, yeah, reasonable as well. Like you know, mm. take out there is there is meat there. Yeah. So my helpers, um, she loves meat. Yeah. She, I do have to talk to her about um, reducing the kids' meat intake. Yeah. And when she started working for me, she kind of couldn't get her head around the fact that I was veggie. Right, and she was kind of like how my mum is. Like, are you sure? Are you sure you don't just want a bit of chicken? Like, no, it's been twenty years. I'm okay. Um, but she doesn't see it. She, like, she'll she'll um say cook pasta for the kids. Right. Chuck a bit of ham in there, and I'm like, that doesn't need to be in there. Yeah. Bless her. Like, it's not her fault. It's just culturally. Yeah. How and she enjoys it. So do you have to keep reminding her that we don't need the kids don't need so much meat in their diet. Yeah. Um, would eventually like to chat to her about going veggie the kids going veggie but I'm more scared of her reaction than the kids <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. 
With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So today we have Sonali Figueres, who is the founder and editor-in-chief of The Green Queen. Welcome. Hi. So nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Obviously, Green Queen is a household name, and even if you aren't plant-based, you've heard of the Green Queen. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you founded Green Queen in the beginning. Sure, yeah. Well, it's a bit of a classic story. I had uh, chronic health issues that were not able to be addressed by uh, allopathic medicine, and I kept going to doctors, and no one could figure out how to help me, and my symptoms were very difficult and uncomfortable. And I ended up in a rabbit hole of research and realized that food and environment had a huge impact on what was happening to me. Um, I have chronic hormonal disorders and, and, and issues. And so then I changed how I lived, um, you know, removed toxins from my food, my environment, the daily, you know, my cleaning products, my skincare, um, just changed my approach to living. But then that sent me on a further rabbit hole towards, you know, the climate crisis and environmental issues that face us. And and I never kind of looked back. And then because I changed my life, I needed to create a sort of guide for myself of, you know, where I could get what. And this was many, many years ago when it was quite difficult to make some of these choices just because there, there were fewer solutions available um, and so Green Queen was born out of the idea of sharing information uh, that I had collected and telling stories about the people and the organizations and companies that I was uh, discovering and just wanting to put them forward. And, and also just a deep-seated belief that the world was going to wake up and have this reckoning. Do you think Hong Kong is behind the times in terms of plant-based diets? Absolutely not. I I don't agree with that at all. I actually think this may be one of the most exciting Mm. uh, cities to eat plant-based food and restaurants. We have an incredible selection of menus and access. And the, the thing about Hong Kong is it takes a while, but once a trend takes off, it just, it skyrockets. And of course, we are the birthplace of Green Monday David Young is, you know, changing the world and he's here. Uh, His retail empire is here. His dining empire is here. His food tech empire is here. And he's now going to the US or going to Europe or going to the UK. Mm -hmm. And he started here. So, and he, he, in my opinion, is one of the people that made 
companies like Beyond Meat International because he brought them here and launched them. I've been blown away with how good the vegan selection here is in Hong Kong. And I mean, coming from London and London was already incredible. And you're coming here and going, well, this is fantastic. Like this is so many great options. And um, I feel it's great to be in this position. Like I feel like I'm in a rut with the vegan restaurants I go to because there's so many good ones to go from. And I tend to just tend to go to the, the usual ones like Calais Max, <laughs> big fan <laughs> of Calais Max. Um, Alvi's, great, love their vegan pizza. Dobro's, love their pizza. But help us be more adventurous. If you're getting off the island, what what are we not? What are we missing out on in terms of great, exceptional vegan eating um, that aren't the obvious ones that you'd go to here in Central? I think there's Hemingways in Lama. I mean, in, in Discovery Bay, sorry. Yeah, that's my local. That's my favorite. I, I live on DB, so I'm, I'm there a Okay, lot. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Gary is yeah. absolutely brilliant. Uh, there's yeah. a couple of cute places on Lama. There's um, uh, Rossoever, which is a... a, a appointment-only little raw vegan restaurant that does really cool stuff. And then I believe there's Bali, what's it called? Uh, the Lama Bali Taik, it's called. And they do vegan uh, burgers and also Asian kind of Indonesian-y uh, food. In Sai Kung, there's a, there's a couple of places. There's Casa 84, which is awesome and has a really, really cool varied menu of like kind of appetizers and it also has really good drinks and so and they it's a lot of vegan options there um and they use a lot right. of different they work with omni pork etc some of my favorites are in in kind of kowloon area and sam po and that type of thing is all the restaurants by the people who do years so they have one called years one called the park by years and then one called Friends, and it is inspired by Friends, the sitcom. And their <laughs> food is amazing. Um, also in SSP, there is a fantastic patisserie called Bien Caramelisé. Um, so she is the she is a classically trained French pastry chef who created an entire vegan patisserie line, and her food is. I mean, her creations are just absolutely wow. beyond incredible like they that just sounds awesome she's brilliant i just love her so much that's amazing right. yeah. i i've not heard of any of these places yeah, no, exactly <laughs> and i thought i was fairly clued in i think this is the one advertisement why you have to check out the green queen yeah. <laughs> so much great oh I, I yeah we'll have to make a big show notes yeah. on this yeah. one with uh, links to all the places yeah, sure. Yay, that's there's a really cool app that um you may want to look at it's a local mm -hmm app called so where to eat three o's so where to eat it's a little app it's in english and cantonese and great. it's a really great thing to have because it lists all the vegan restaurants and shops and it keeps it up to date because unfortunately we have had some closures but otherwise on the island there's also some great menu uh, menus to try. Like I, it's a little bit on the pricey side, but I do think it's worth trying the plant-based menu at Mott 32, the dim sum place in central. I didn't know they had a plant-based menu. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to have to happen. It's really important to ask for the plant-based menu because they also have vegetarian options on their regular menu. Their plant-based menu, which was created in, in combination in partnership with Green Common is pretty great. If you're, if you're really into dim sum, there's also an incredible uh, 
you know, Michelin starred level dim sum menu at, at Ming Court in the Cortez Hotel, also in collaboration with Green Monday. Um, I believe One Harbor Road also has a, a vegan menu in collaboration with Green Monday. Uh, Crystal Jade has a vegan menu now. Oh, really? In collaboration with Green Monday. So there's a lot of those, right? There's so many of those, more than I can mention here. Um, if you're into kind of more clean, like gluten-free, raw vegan stuff, I really recommend Chef Tina Barrett's restaurant, Ma and the Seeds of Life. It's outstanding. And then there's also Chef Arno doing awesome things at uh, Shakti Elix- Elixir in Five Elements, which is a wellness club and studio in Causeway Bay in Times Square. And they and he has a there's a restaurant there, and it's just exquisite food as well but that's so so it depends kind of what you're going for and then there's just mm. all the kind of burger places i mean pretty much everyone has a beyond or an impossible patty at this point i think this is one debate that my wife and i keep on having because my wife will eat anything like literally anything um and for the longest time you know i was vegetarian and my kids remain on a vegetarian diet but you know we're now that i've gone vegan we're increasingly eating more vegan food at home but when it comes to our kids, like both my wife and I kind of went out and we saying, well, I guess we'll carry on giving them eggs and carry on giving them milk because it just helps them with the growing. Tell me, I guess, from your perspective, what, what, where is that notion maybe incorrect or misguided? And what are the vegan alternatives that can really bridge that gap that you don't get from, say, eggs and milk, but you can get from another vegan source? Yeah. So I just want to preface this by saying I'm non-judgmental of anyone's choices with their children. Everyone's doing their best. And I'm not here to tell you how to raise your children or what to give them to eat. I, I have zero interest in, you know, proselytizing on that. Uh, number two, I'd like to say that I'm not a trained nutritionist or doctor. Um, but that being said, it's been 15 years that I've lived a very sustainably minded life. It's by no means perfect. It's a work in progress. Um, and I wasn't always vegan or plant-based. It, it took years to progress to that. Um, I do believe, though, that this misconception that you need to give your children meat and dairy and eggs and seafood in order for them to have healthy brains and healthy development is, is nothing more than a misconception. It is, right. yeah. um, it is the way that we have been programmed to think Um, I would suggest that people read a book called Unsavory Truth by a lady called Marion Nestle, probably the foremost nutritional researcher and writer in the United States. She's a professor um, and she has many books, but Unsavory Truth is a book that exposes big food and the lobbies that that they manage and pay, the lobbyists that they work with in order to convince us of certain things. From your perspective, what what does a um, what does a good vegan breakfast look like? What does a good vegan lunch look like? What does a good vegan dinner look like when you're making it at home? Talk us through your typical Saturday when you're when you're making that. What 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 are you cooking up? Yeah, sure. So uh, my son actually eats the same breakfast every day. He eats banana and oats, just mixed with water. Right. Um, it's it's just yeah, whole grain. Uh, you know, oats that we get in the bulk store or obviously organic if we if you can but otherwise just oats are healthy um then for lunch he'll probably have something like 
uh, a miso soup that that has veggies and seaweed and tofu and then the miso paste. So all of those things are really important because they give him a lot of uh, nutrients. And, and I'm a big believer in like soups and, and that kind of thing. He might have, uh, you know, cucumbers on the side where with a little bit of soy sauce dipping. So again, getting that fermented soy in very good for the diet. Um, or he might have steamed broccoli because he just he loves broccoli or something like spinach on the side. Um, and then rice, um, just just white rice uh, that we make. Right. Um, and then at night, he might have either a pasta with a lentil tomato sauce or a dal. Um, and we kind of adapt the dal. It's like a, it's a typical Indian dal, but then we add in a lot of veggies, um, a lot of mushrooms. My One of the things I, I noticed that's very different from his diet to a lot of other people I speak to is he eats a lot of mushrooms and that's super important. Mushrooms are a huge source of vitamin D um, that we don't talk about enough. Green Queen has a cookbook that I co-wrote that has 65 wow. vegan recipes and it has desserts and snacks and dinners and it's all Asian inspired and it's all bulk buying inspired. So it's a zero waste vegan cookbook and it comes with meal plans for sure definitely amazing well thank you so much for coming on i'm definitely gonna check out all those restaurants yeah right i'm really excited now i want to try to find all the, the nori and all the different kind of seaweeds yeah, i feel too. like my my knowledge of seaweed is mm. basically is very basic yeah well thank you so much for coming on thanks for chatting with us sure. and um pleasure yeah, i really appreciate your time and i really hope this encourages the listeners to make the leap to go veggie or vegan yeah i mean no judgment of course everyone has to do no what's judgment. best for them and everyone should check out the green queen yeah. <laughs> that's so nice thank you so if you enjoyed listening to justine and me talk and ramble on and basically take the piss out of each other <laughs> um please give our podcast hong kong parenting club a go we have some fantastic guests on talking about all things parenting um, so thanks Honeycombers for having us ramble on and take the piss out of each other for quite a while um, yeah I hope you find it interesting listening to our opinions on feeding our families veggie and vegan yeah and hopefully it's inspired you to give it at least a go like we said there's loads of great places in Hong Kong and all the food is super super tasty um, yeah yeah and more than anything you can just show off about it and yeah you know Bask in the glory of what it must be like to be a vegan. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, all right. Bye. Bye. (laughs) The Hong Kong Parenting Club. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, 
you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey Mel, Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Hey Mikey, if you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl. But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget. Just as soon as... Run. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian.